All right, what's going on, you degenerates? Welcome back to Game On. We have a special guest in the house. You know him. It's been a while. He's been busy. And you know what? He's been killing it over in the NBA and killing it over at the oddsbreakers.com where you should sign up for his free picks over there and free articles. They're amazing. I post them in the local space for you locals members. You know who I'm talking about. But it is Mr. Chris R. Farley. Chris, how you doing? It's been a while, man. Yeah, it's been forever, and I wish I could have came on here a little bit earlier so we can catch up even more. We'll have to do that. But, uh, Will, it's great seeing you grow, man. I mean, that that <laughs> background you have there with all the footballs and everything, I love it. It's sick. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little have, bit here and there, you know, just keep adding. Yeah, I got, like, nothing here. For, I mean, actually, I have a lot, but on the on the NBA show, they want me to have, like, nothing behind me. So, oh, I see. So that's fine. But uh, it's it's great to be here again, man. Great to talk sports. You and I have – uh, over the past year, have I feel like I've grown a lot. I see a lot oh, of the yeah. stuff you're doing. You're constantly grinding, so it's it's always an honor, man. And I, I'll be coming back more often once this crazy fall schedule slows down a little bit. I, I think I think it's uh I, like you said, we're growing. This is new to me too. I, I told people um, because I'm trying to do so many videos. I'm trying to do so many streams. I haven't been able to get as many guest streams on. I'm trying to do. Just you know, grow the YouTube channel, and you've got to constantly produce quick, short videos. You've got to find creative ways that is interesting for people to want to you know watch, but also good quality. And I'm doing all this, and I'm producing all this. And I, I tell people, I was telling them last week, I'm like, I, I've I've hit kind of a, and I, I expected this. It always happens. You go through a cold streak. In the last couple of weekends in the NFL, I've been like just terrible, absolutely yeah. terrible. Which I'm flip. I'm turning around tomorrow, by the way. But I've been I've been terrible and. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe if I spent more time on the picks, I'm like, but I'm trying to do so much content. I'm like, yep. I just got to learn the balancing, the balancing act. And, you know, yep. it's first season doing this um, like full time with the streaming and stuff. But I love it. It's fun. I I do. That's what I tell people. I do this stuff on my own, whether I'm recording it or not. So I was like, I might as well record it and try to make it interesting and help people out if, if someone's interested in it. So. Yeah, well, and you got a family, man. There's lots of balance, you know. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a little baby boy. I got another one on the way. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's it's, it's a full time job. Yeah. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're about to start. There's some family planning here ahead. Um, so we're hoping we have a baby next year. So I'm about to I'm about to do my best will impression next fall. So we'll see <laughs> we'll see how that works, man. Ooh, I don't know. Oh yeah, I'll but, tell you what. It's a lot of uh, when everyone goes to bed, you stay up late, or you get right. Or you get up like I get up super. I get up at like four a.m. because that's that's when I get some time to myself yep. to do some things. You got to do uh, one or the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so before we dive into some of the picks, Heavy Steps wanted me to ask you a question from over on Locals. I didn't know. I was going to see if he was going to ask it on here, so I could pull it up. Heavy Steps. How about Heavy Steps? Them, them Braves, right. baby. Yeah, he was so. We were all happy for him and his Braves. Uh, he had a question. Um, is there a favorite NBA trend that you? like to look at follow or use if you have any at all and one that i heard the other day uh starting this season was um so far the under this season has been like 63 percent. i haven't watched any nba i haven't bet in the nba so i haven't been paying attention yet i don't dive in until uh you know when football kind of wraps up um yeah. but I, I heard the unders hitting a lot but is there any trend you want to know that you look look at or look for or like to um keep your eye on a lot of trends I look for, obviously, um, you know, 43 and 34 so far. So 56% will in the NBA. That's, it, it feels like a lot of picks, doesn't it? It's like three weeks. Um, and that's like 77 picks. Yeah. But <laughs> so, you know, when NBA first start, you just get giddy and you want to bet everything yeah. that you like. Right. I yeah. mean, Hey, as long as you're being profitable with it, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But load management is always a concern. So, you know, we could always talk about that, but 
Uh, trends, yeah, the, the under is the glaring one right now. The market is obviously trying to adjust to that. I don't know if they're doing a great job. Um, I mean, the unders are still hitting. You know, we saw last night, I think it was the, uh, I mean, I know that it was the uh, uh, Cavs and the, um, who the hell did the Cavs? See, there's so much information. On I think my Denver, book. didn't the Denver game go under? I think I, thought, I saw Sharp dying. Denver game went under, yep. Yeah. But then the, Ca- the Cavs really, you know, Cavs are low-key, uh, really ascending well, and they're and uh, you know especially on defense, it kept the Pistons to seventy eight points, ninety eight to seventy eight. So that that game went way under. Um, I think we're just seeing the results of a short turnaround in the season, right? The, mm-hmm. the NBA Finals ended, I think, on June twentieth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, preseason basketball started in early October. It's not even four months. You know, so there's a lot of injuries already. Uh, there's a big thing that's happened. I mean, obviously, when anything like that occurs when there's like a lot of unders it's it's not because of just one reason there's there's a lot of different reasons yeah but one really interesting uh thing that i was talking about with fellow nba handicappers is how the refs are calling less fouls right like they they're trying to prevent those like three point you know bait fouls uh so the there's less stoppages on the floor so these guys maybe not necessarily in the right condition to start the season not in the right condition just to go up and down, up and down without any stoppages. So that might be causing more missed shots. Well, that, that too. And usually when they're taking those kind of shots, it's bad shots and you're expecting the foul. So, so obviously the percentage of one of those shots going in, if the foul doesn't get called is very low. So that, that also could play a factor into it. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. Yeah. I would, I would look for some of those totals as the market keeps adjusting because they haven't, I mean, the books are getting pretty slammed by the unders still. But uh, I would look as the market adjusts. I would look for the midseason, like at the turn of the calendar year, see see some more overs as these athletes get in better shape. They get used to the crowd noise. There's less injuries. You know, I mean, we're seeing a lot of injured injured teams to start the season. I mean, the Bucks. You know, uh, Kyrie's obviously not playing yet. The Lakers. LeBron's already out. So uh, there, it, it's just a, a kind of a clumsy start to the season. But that's one that I'm that I'm always tracking right now. Cause like, why is this happening? Right. It's mm-hmm. always several reasons. Well, and last year, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I remember betting last year, these totals and I'm like, God, this is way too high of a total. And then it goes way over still. And I'm like, right. I'm like betting under 232, and I'm like, Oh, this is great. And the first quarter it comes out real slow and I'm like, Oh, I look good. And then there's a 70 point second quarter or something. And I'm like, how the hell did I lose under 232, especially after a slow right. first? It's yeah. just no, no under was safe. I, I remember that a lot at the, at the yeah, last you, season. I mean, you almost automatically think that there's value, right? For like a high total like that. And then they still go over. I mean, yeah, that, that is the modern NBA. Uh, so, so it's interesting to see these changes this year. I mean, also uh, an NBA that's really dependent on three point shooting now more than ever. You know, a lot of teams that we don't expect to be three point shooters are now shooting the ball a lot more from the perimeter, like the Knicks, you know, mm-hmm. they brought in a few guys like Evan Fournier, Kevin Walker, they'll shoot the threes and they're, and they're really, they've been really efficient from uh, the three point line too. So some, some changes in that regard too. I mean, that really separates a lot of teams sometimes, right? The Clippers last year, so dependent on three point shooting until they couldn't really hold it up in the playoffs. And then that really killed them. So there's always a ton of angles to look at in the NBA, but to start the season, this is, this is interesting to see how tired some of these guys seem. One more NBA question before we jump into the NFL. Tell me about the Warriors. I, because I, like I said, I have not watched a single 
thing of NBA. I haven't watched one game, nothing. All I saw was the standings uh, this morning or yesterday, and the Warriors were at the top ten and one. And I'm like, the war? What happened? Because Clay's not back yet. I'm like, why? What? What has happened to turn him around from last season? A, a few good pickups. You know, Jordan Poole is coming into his own. He played really well in the preseason, and they're giving him more minutes. And he, I mean, he's really showing up. Andrew Wiggins really showing up. Uh, you know, he's Steph I mean, just he, wants to be playing out of his mind right now, is he? I mean, just well, doing Steph his is, normal Steph stuff, right? He, he is, but you know, one of the things that I love about Steph, and I think he's one of the best players in the like in NBA history for this reason, is he's he's a great leader, man. He's 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 a great facilitator, like, he's not selfish, you know. Uh, like when Kevin Durant was there, he kind of stepped to the side, you know, and I just think he facilitates and, and, and coaches his players with Steve Kerr really well, and they're just, I mean, I mean. Well, they're top two in defensive efficiency and offensive efficiency. I mean, this is a really good team out the jump. And Clay Thompson isn't even back yet. Dude, and when he if he can just be I don't I mean, we be we don't expect him to go back to, you know, uh prime clay, but I mean if, if by the end of the season, if he can be playing up to a high caliber level, I mean, yeah. I don't see how this team doesn't make a uh, title run. That's oh, is, let me guess, does Draymond look old at all? I haven't like I said, I'm watching is he playing well still too, or what what's he doing? You said they're, I, you they're know, ranked he second. As, well, he just hasn't been as loud as he usually has been as my German Shepherd loses it upstairs. Hopefully you guys can hear that. But, uh, you know, he, he's he's kind of been quieter. Maybe that's part of the reason why they're doing well, too. Well, I mean, what about his play? Well, he's playing as good? Okay. Yeah, he's I'm, playing I'm, fine. You know, nothing mm -hmm. nothing that jumps off the page, uh, you know. But he's – I mean, he's one of the old guard of the Warriors now, too, right? So he's, he's uh, you know, he's, he's still doing his thing, but he's not – He's not disrupting this year as much. I don't know if he's, you know, kind of working on his mental game a little bit. But well, uh, as as a Kook fan, I can't wait for uh, Clay to come back and to see, see oh, him man. finally get out on the floor and, yeah, no. and, and, and play basketball. After you know, two Clay, years. Clay only needs like five rebounds to score thirty points. You know, he just catches the ball <laughs> and shoots from threes. <laughs> so, yeah. what was that? Uh, he scored like what? What? 43 points without taking a dribble or taking like one <laughs> yeah. or two dribbles or something like yeah, that, right? It's very just, few. It's insane. All right. I know we're limited on time. Let's jump in. I'm going to pull up some lines here. People ask questions as you tune in. Um, let's see. We got that out of the way. I'm going to pull this up. I'm using uh, my bookie just because this one uh, looks the clearest when I do yeah, I love this feature. It's so and, cool. And um, if there's any games that you want to talk about, we can jump into. I'm just going to go over to the NFL and uh, – since we're limited on times, I want to get your take on a few before we jump into all the games. I'm going to skip. Actually, let's start with the the Browns and Patriots. I great game. Uh, I'm torn because, and I, I you know me, I, I put my fandom aside. It's it's not just it's it's the fact that Cleveland has the better talent. Even though I know Chubb's out now, but the Cleveland has the better talent. But something about Belichick and his Patriots in November, especially now that they're in a playoff spot. At home, I expect this to just be an ugly game. I like the under, but the best, if I had to make a best pick out of this, I like teasing Cleveland to eight and a half, expecting this to be a close game and just tying it into something else. Even hell, I would even tie it into the under in this game because I don't know how yep. this one goes over. Even though I, I hate betting unders with Cleveland games because you never know when it's going to be an ugly game or it's going to be a random shootout and both teams score 40 points. I just don't see the Patriots offense being able to do that. I don't think Belichick wants to do that. Yeah, is it still a forty-five the total? Yeah, yeah. I, I I already hit the under on that too. I think that's probably the the best play for me on that one. But I will say, um, so I'm I'm not sure if you know who my buddy Steve is, well, but Steve I have on my podcast every week 
with the NFL breakdown. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's a friend of mine, but I brought him on the show because he's a really sharp NFL handicapper. Steve is hitting, by the way, at 82 and 51, 62%, Woo. Plus, plus 35 units. You know, I'm pretty plugged into the betting industry at this point. I'm not seeing a lot of 62% in the NFL this year. So no. kudos to Steve at Snorm Snorm. Shout I'm out to Steve. Follow. Yeah, but um, this is going to be one of our circuit picks, Will. Uh, Steve and I are in the circuit contest. Ooh, I, and... I, I, uh, I'm in a super contest too. I'm excited oh, to hear yeah. this. Yeah, let's yeah. let's hear it. And it's and it's on the Pats, man. We actually we we don't have the best number on the Pats. We have a minus two and a half in Circa because you know okay. Circa's sharp. I think yeah. they were anticipating Chubb being out. Uh, but this is a game, man, where where I see the Browns playing right into Bill Belichick's hands. You know, I mean, I think he's getting a little underrated at this point, Bill Belichick anyway, with that all with that defense and what he does to quarterbacks. I mean, no no defense has done to Justin Herbert what he did. I mean, they really limited Justin Herbert mm-hmm. when they went to L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were great last week. I mean, t- total domination on defense last week. You know, the Patriots offense didn't really have to do much of anything. Um, you know, Mac Jones has been just okay, but he doesn't have to, like, show out, right, like a big-time quarterback. Uh, so I, I really like the matchup of forcing Baker Mayfield to throw the ball on this Patriots defense is getting better and better and more confident at home in probably a sloppy weather. I was trying to look up the weather while we're on this uh, show, but um, yeah, I, I believe... and you don't, you don't want to, um, you just don't like, if this game was week one or two, it might be different, even if it is in new England, but just something about Belichick's team in November and December, they kind of start figuring out their roles. They start figuring he's going to take away the run game and say, beat me passing. And I think it helps them. The fact that Baker went out and, and kind of balled out last week because Odell was gone and they, it was like a big statement game. I don't think you're going to be able to do that on Cleveland or on new England here. Um, yeah, this feels like, this feels like a coin flip game to me. Uh, real ugly coming down to the end could even be be a field goal, and that's why I would just tease Cleveland up and get the eight and a half, and just hope that it stays close. You know, yeah. Some of those teasers have been killing me, man, because you know, just some of the blowouts. Um, you know, making it hard to hit some of these teasers the past few weeks. Well, we did but... a we did a thing. I did a video on this for over the last five years. Forty percent of games landed between three and seven. So if you can tease to three and seven, you've there already you go. got a forty percent edge right there, more than a forty percent edge oh, right yeah. there. So I, you know, that's why I was trying to tell people it's smarter to tease a team up than to try to tease the two and a half to the three and a half, yeah, uh, the minus two and a half to plus three and a half. You know what I mean? Um, even no matter how much you like the Patriots in this scenario, you're better off uh, from teaser wise going teasing Cleveland up because this should be a close game. Another another spot that I was looking at in this game, maybe first half right here under twenty one and a half. Mm. I, I kind of like that. Kind of like these teams coming out slow. Just, uh, just like I said, I think it's going to be a real ugly game. Me too. Yeah, I, you know, weather's not that bad. It's like fifty degrees. But I don't know what the wind's going to be like. But yeah, I, I totally agree. I don't. I just don't see a lot of points. In this I'll tell game. you one thing. That stadium is cold. I was there uh, <laughs> a couple of years ago, and the sun. Uh, granted, it was December, but the sun, there is no sun that gets a shine down on that field. And it feels, <laughs> when you're not in the sun, it feels even colder. It was, yeah. It's just, it's crazy. But uh, We've seen both these teams in really low-scoring games this year. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not going to be atypical. Good good point about the key numbers, too. Well, you know, six is increasingly 
uh, the most important key number in football now. I, I don't know if that has to do with you know with the extra points uh, being moved back yep. or whatever. So yep. you're getting yep. all, over all those key numbers. Well, plus uh, it's not just that; it's the teams going for two, like when they're down fourteen, right. right? And so there's just that you know analytics is changing a whole bunch of it. That's why I was thinking that like they say seven, three is still the most important number. Um, but I was I was making an argument to some people that uh, six might be just as valuable, if not more valuable, than seven nowadays. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I forget where I saw the data, but uh, the past few years, six is more of a key number than seven, which is, yeah. which is pretty wild. Okay, so change. the next game I want to talk to you about is I one of my super contest picks is Atlanta. I got them at plus nine. Um, do do your lines change or they they stay the same? Once the circa lines come out on Thursday, they stay the same. Okay. Okay. So that's, yep. that's, that's huge. My lines move on me. So, um, cause I'm in the bet online one, so it, it can move. So that's why like, right as they open like Tuesday evening, I just snag up a bunch of stuff that I like initially, but I can change at any point. I'm but, uh, you, by the way, you are, yeah, just, you know, just individually. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'll see you at the top, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so the Falcons, the reason why I like the Falcons, and there's a bet that I like with the Falcons that I heard is out there, just like bet online and then my bookie both don't have the fir- the quarters out yet. But I heard, and it might change now that this line has moved down, but you could get Falcons plus three and a half first quarter, and I absolutely love that. I mean, if the Falcons score mm. a touchdown, especially if the Falcons get the ball first, I don't see how you don't cover that that pick that, that's one of my favorite ones i'm waiting for it to come out before i can bet it but i like the falcons here plus nine i think dallas is getting a little expensive you know they finally didn't cover a game so there's i believe seven to one ats you've got uh remember last year the falcons actually had dallas dead to rights in this game they were up they had a 99 win probability in the fourth quarter they blew some onside kicks lost 40 to 39 i think they remember that i don't think the falcons have much to play for so i think we see the falcons who Matt Ryan, stat, statistically wise, even with Calvin Ridley out, has been playing really well. And this Dallas defense has been regressing. They're, they're solely relying on turnovers. If they don't get the turnovers. I don't know. I just see this game being a back and forth, possibly a shootout. We have a super high total. I don't know if I agree with that total, but we have a shootout here. And I'll take the nine points. It's now eight. I still would take the eight, but I took nine points with it because I think this is going to be if not, I think we could see some people losing a survivor pick if they take Dallas this week. I wouldn't be surprised. Ooh. Oh well, you're you're uh, you're hitting on a lot of things here that are scaring me. Um, <laughs> are you on Dallas? <laughs> well, Dallas is my survivor pick. I don't have a lot of great choices this week, mm. so um, I I do like this spot for Dallas to win. Now, uh, they are, they are also a a uh, circa pick for Steve and I on Dallas's side. Let me just tell you why i mean first of all i just had that gut uh instinct as soon as i looked at the line especially after last week i mean cowboys barely showed up in that game i'm not sure what was going on mm-hmm. um but th- this is a team that we've been able to trust all year especially on offense but you're right about the defense depending on turnovers they there's probably a little bit of luck involved in that right like just like getting picks every week in key spots uh but the cowboys have been very dependable i don't know if the Falcons can stop the Cowboys at all on offense, especially if Dak Prescott, which I, I assume he will be quite motivated after that showing last week. Uh, you know, they are at home again. They have a big look ahead game next weekend. I forget who they play, but I know it's a pretty big game. Um, but I don't think they're going to be looking over their shoulder to that because this is an important game to get back in the win column. Nine is a lot of points. So I think, 
you know, for those betters out there who just, you know, are looking for value in numbers, you know, the value is certainly on the underdog there and the Falcons team who, who plays a lot of games close, right? If not, I mean, they've surprised us all. I mean, they're 500 this year, so they can, you know, they can beat teams too. I just, this game is more about the Cowboys for me kind of answering the call, um, you know, coming out on fire. Like even that first quarter bet kind of scares me a little bit because the Cowboys should be much more locked in. Well, let me give you let me give you a stat about that first quarter. The Cowboys have only beaten opponents by 0.1 point in the first quarter. Is that right? This season. Yeah. They don't come out and this this is a trend that leads into last year. Mainly more so on the road. They come out really really slow. But uh I mean, the fact that they they still haven't this year beat uh you know really outscored their opponents in the first quarter, but in the second, third and fourth they 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 just put it on them. Obviously, because they've been they're seven one against against the spread. Um, so that's why I really like that. And if anything, if you want if the betters out there want to stay away from this altogether, uh, with just that trend of Dallas coming out slow, I would maybe look at under 27 in the first half. Maybe it's just a uh, you know an ugly first half and then the Dallas kind of starts pulling away. That might be a way to tackle this one too. Yeah, we're on opposite sides on that one, Will, but I gotta say it's when we submitted our circuit picks. I found myself pausing a little bit about that because it's it's just a big line. I mean, we're halfway through, we're more than halfway through the NFL season and the Falcons have a shot now, right? I mean, they're not completely out of contention for the playoffs, obviously. We got we got eight more games left for a lot of these teams. So, uh the Falcons are right in it, man. They they should play with a lot of passion. I don't I, you know, I'm not really keyed into what they've been doing on defense, I must admit. Uh you know, maybe that's a little bit of the load management and the NBA taking over for me, but um I just I just can't imagine that the Cowboys are not going to look better. And, you know, one thing I just thought of, too, that helps your side, Dan Quinn knows this offense, right? That's a good point. That's that's, that's so, you know, angle. that, you know, I'm not it's a different might be a different scheme or whatever, but he knows Matt Ryan really well. So yep. maybe he knows what to throw at him. That's going to throw him off. I don't know. We'll see. I just I it always it's it's tough betting the Falcons. But when you get a lot of points with the Falcons, um, I feel like at that point you don't have to worry about them blowing a lead. Like if it was like plus two plus three or something like that and the Falcon, because the Falcons are always seem to be up and then they blow some stupid lead and lose the game um, or lose the cover that, the, that they were supposed to cover. And, and uh, I just felt with nine where both these teams, it, it, I mean, look at the total. It's supposed to be a shootout. So yeah, I, yeah. I don't know unless Dallas can just put it on them and, and their defense just gets uh, several turnovers. I, I, We'll we'll see what happens here, but uh, move, recover might just might be very well open. That too, that too. Um, I want to go to another one. Let's go to one. Um, what's another one? Another um, one that I have. We don't have to spend much time on this one because I don't think it's going to be all that great of a game. I have Detroit as one of my mega contest picks. Is a uh, uh, plus nine is what I got it at, not plus eight. Uh, this to me is a Detroit team that obviously hasn't won a game. We're starting to get to that time of the year. Are they going to be the first team to go 0-17? Um, they're coming off a bye, and before the bye, they got completely embarrassed by the Eagles. And that's that should be uh, a motivating factor, other than the fact that they're they're defeated. They haven't won a game yet. You're giving me nine points to a Pittsburgh team who hasn't looked all that great this year. Yeah, maybe they're often starting to figure it out, but Pittsburgh also seems to always play down to competition. Uh, they Usually this would scare me that they're at home. They have not played well at home at all this year. Um, give me a, a motivated Detroit team off a of bye, nine points. 
once again, I hope Detroit knocks off Pittsburgh just for survivor picks because <laughs> that would yeah. help me out a lot. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, we two weeks ago, the Lions plus three and a half against the Eagles was a lot of my friends, a lot of my sports betting mm-hmm. uh, colleagues were all over the Lions, and it was just a little scary, right? Because we saw the money was huge on, on uh, Detroit in that spot. And then, of course, they end up getting blown out. So the books, the books won that one. But yeah, that well, I, I swear, I swear to you, every week I'm talking up the Lions because I think they don't. I don't think they have that bad of a team. You know, their their offensive line I think is still top ten. I mean, they're going up against you know T.J. Watt and the Steelers defense at Pittsburgh, so that's that's going to be a tough game. But that being said, you said it, man. The Steelers play down to their competition every single week. Now, I was so pissed off watching the Steelers on Monday Night Football below that lead. I, I had them mm-hmm. minus six and a half, and Circa felt like we were on the right side. Mm-hmm. And then they just blew it, they, you know, fumbled the punt return. They find a way to keep games close. I think the Lions are a better team, like one of the best 0-8 teams we've ever seen. I like Dan Campbell as a coach. Mm-hmm. I, I do expect after bye week for them to show up more too, man. We we thought about the Lions plus, uh, plus eight or plus nine. I forget what it was at Circa um, in our Circa picks. We didn't take him ultimately, but – I don't. I, I wouldn't blame anyone for taking them here. I mean, this is a big line against the Steelers team. Who, like and the said, key, like, the key like to me is the fact it. that they haven't won a game. If they were one and seven, right. I would, I wouldn't like it. But that, right. that just you don't want to bet on a team, or you want to bet on those teams that haven't won a game yet. Because none of those guys, even though they know that they they're playing for nothing, they're playing to not be that team to go zero and yep. seventeen. And so, uh, also Detroit is a, uh, I love teasing Detroit up. You can get them up over two touchdowns. Do it. Especially cause look at that total. I mean, it's a low, yeah, it's total. a huge number. Yeah. All right. Next one that I'm, uh, I have the chargers minus two and a half. I know there's some sharps, sharp people that I like that are on Minnesota. Uh, this one's just a, kind of a gut feeling to me. I haven't really been on the Chargers bandwagon, but I just feel like the Chargers at home are a better team than this this Vikings team. This Vikings team is I was super high on the Vikings at the beginning of the year, and now I feel like they're kind of Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know what you're gonna get, or and and I don't have much stats to back this up. This one's just a gut feeling for me that I think the Chargers are out there uh, looking to get back on track, and and I think they're gonna handle this game easily. And I just I don't. I don't know what we're going to get from the Vikings out of this. I, I, I got it at minus two and a half and I, I won. It was a key number for me. So I took it. I think I'm going to end up staying with it. Yeah. Vikings had the Ravens dead to rights last week. And again, mm-hmm. blew it. Talk about a frustrating team. Yeah. <laughs> if you're betting on the Vikings week to week, you got just got to be so frustrated with them. But um, yeah, this is a game. I'll be honest with you. Will. I just hate this game. Like I'm not going to touch it. Okay. You know, the numbers, the numbers at three, Right. So I could just see this game landing on three, like the Chargers winning by a field goal. And so it's a push. So if it's in circuit, we get a push. Um, you know, nothing stands out about the total for me. I think it's about right. I'm, I'm a big Justin Herbert guy. I really I, I think he's super talented. Uh, but this Minnesota team, it's the same story with them every week. They are extremely talented and they they don't amount to the level of talent that they have. They play close. They lose games. So I, I don't know which Vikings team is going to show up. And I, I do think that the Chargers, because of Herbert, you know, they have kind of the X factor there as, as the better team at home. But three seems just about right, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to just pass on this one. Okay. Okay. Uh, the next one that I have that I like, I like Denver. And um, I bet them uh, earlier in the week at minus two and a half. I don't care that it's come down a little bit. I feel like how we were talking about the uh, Eagles in Detroit, how everyone was on Detroit, I feel like there's a lot of people – and a lot of money coming in. 
Well, actually, I think the tickets are actually on Denver, but I just feel like a lot of sharp people. There's a lot of people I see on the Eagles, and I don't get it. We get this Denver team that I still really like their defense um, at home, and you got Teddy Two Gloves who doesn't turn the ball over all that much. This this offense seems to be getting a little bit better with the running game, which is definitely going to help them out at home. I think this is a close game, but I just I just I don't I'm not as high as people on the Eagles, and I I don't see. Philadelphia going into Denver and winning this game. I, I just don't. And so if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But this is also a pick that I think that a lot of sharp people in the contest are going to be on the Eagles and have taken the Eagles. And I'm fine with gambling, uh, going the opposite of that. Cause then maybe it'll give me a double leg up on them. Yeah. The thing that scares me about this game, to be honest, is that my buddy, Steve, who I have in the pot every week is an Eagles fan and he's seven and one this year, been Eagles games. And, you know, doesn't always bet on him, obviously. Um, and, and this week he just like, doesn't really know what to think about it. Um, you know, the, the, the Eagles are predicated on their running game and getting that running game going getting Jalen hurts, you know, rolling out. And what, what a lot of people I don't think realize is that, you know, Denver is probably obviously pretty good on defense against the pass. We see some of their new talented players on the, you know, in that secondary, but they're really, really, I mean, they're top 10 against the run too. They could really shut down the Eagles. Um, in this game, I, I like the Broncos on this too. In my uh, Mega Millions contest on Bet Online, I did take the Broncos. Mm-hmm. I think I think at home, Teddy Bridgewater off that win. You know, Bron- talk about a team that's right in it. Will I mean the Broncos? Mm-hmm. I think they're tied with uh, Kansas City right now. I mean they they are right in the thick of the AFC West, especially with the Chargers losing two games recently. Uh, you know, Raiders and the Chiefs face this weekend, so one of them has to lose. So the Broncos are thinking about the playoffs. You know, the yeah. Broncos are here to win. Uh, this, yeah, the spread money is pretty, uh, even, but the, uh, well, the spreads even as far as the bets go, but 71% of the money on, on the Eagles, the Eagles tend to get money pushed on them mm-hmm. right before the game start every single week. And I'm not sure what that's about. Maybe it's a lot of sharps like the Eagles, but I, I can't take the Eagles in this one either, man. Yeah. And a lot of people will say, well, Denver, it was, uh, you know, the emotional, they got rid of Vaughn Miller and it was an emotional game. And now they're going to come back down to earth. I go, maybe it was a confidence booster. You know, maybe that's what it is. Maybe they, they, they're, they're more confident now. So I don't know. I'll, I, if I lose this one, I lose it. I just, I'll take Denver at home. The elevation is going to play a factor later on in this game. I believe, um, I know these guys were later in the season. These guys should be in shape, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. Has, I haven't looked maybe, I like this even more if the Eagles haven't had a buy yet, too. So I could see them getting kind of tired. Yeah, that's out. a good point, have they? I don't know. Um, I'll have to look that up. But uh, they're, they're three and six. So uh, no, they haven't had a buy. They haven't had a buy. Yeah. yeah. So I like it even more. I mean, uh, you know, they should, they're gonna be ten Neither weeks in a row them, playing football. No. <laughs> um, and then I think my last pick that I'm going with for the contest, I'm taking the Raiders plus two and a half. Uh, fading. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Kansas City is like what three sixteen and two pushes uh, against the spread going into last year on on this crazy. They're on this crazy. They can't cover the spread, but they win games uh, streak. And so you know a little bit of it is that. But um, Kansas City still to me doesn't feel like they've gotten things figured out. Uh, they couldn't pull away against the Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. Um, offensively, this is not the Kansas City team that we're used to seeing. Say what you want about the Raiders. I like that they ended up losing. Um, again, I believe it was the Giants they played last week that they lost, right? Was that last week or the week before? Yep, that was last week. Yeah. yeah and, you know, I like that. You know, they're, they're going to, you know, kind of wake them up a little bit. They're at home. I think Vegas ends up winning this game. Um, I wish I had it at plus three, but I'll take the plus two and a half just because I think Vegas wins this game. And Vegas last year played Kansas City. 
Uh, one, they beat them, and two, they had a really good shot of beating them uh, in Vegas last year, and that was when Kansas City was much better than they are this year. Um, so I'll take I'll take Vegas, who's starting to figure out the run game too. The, Josh Jacobs is starting to get going a little bit more, so um, should be a close game. And uh, you know, if you know personally betting it, I mean, I I like it that's a standalone game because then I can always live bet it too and kind of hedge out or you know double down or whatever. But I'll take the Raiders this week. Yeah, it feels like a good teaser lay too. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on the same side as you. Well, the Raiders were going to be a circuit pick of ours. It ultimately wasn't, but it's a mega million or a mega contest pick for me. Um, I loved that spot for the Giants last week. We played on the Giants in circuit, which is terrifying since I'm a Giants fan. But uh, <laughs> I've know, done that after, a couple times. Yeah, but after all the Henry Ruggs crap, you know this this Raiders team has been through it this year with offseason stuff, obviously with Gruden and then Henry Ruggs. So it's just a it's a tough travel spot, you know. Everyone has to. I mean, there pro- there's probably feelings of feeling a little bit partially responsible for the things that happened with some of the players, or you know, some of the leadership on that team. Uh, you know, now they have a that a draft pick in their secondary, or whatever. Right? He got into some trouble this week. I'm not, I'm not going to get into that, but it's just, it just seems like it's something every week for the Raiders. But you know, Derek Carr, uh, he's he's a good leader. This defensive line is trying to is starting to figure stuff out. Uh, this Chiefs offensive line, you know, I we all kind of anticipated, well, not we all, but many people talked about the Chiefs looking a little different because four new offensive linemen on that line this year. I mean, maybe that's part of the reason mm-hmm. why Mahomes doesn't feel entirely comfortable back there. And we're seeing a Raiders defensive line that's starting to get to the quarterback. So I think the Raiders offense this year is better than the Chiefs. Uh, I think they're going to be comfortable at home. And their defense is probably better than the Chiefs too. Give me the Raiders straight up. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put some money line on this too. I like it. I like it. I think that's a great pick. Okay, I'm gonna go through a couple more picks. If there's anything that stands out to you, you let me let me sure. know. We can talk about them and then we'll wrap up. Um, a couple of picks that I have my eye on that I'm probably gonna end up pulling the trigger on tonight. Uh, we got Seattle Green Bay, right? We got Russell Wilson coming back, we got Aaron Rodgers coming back, more than likely, both of those guys coming back. I do not see how if we tease this total down how it doesn't go over i mean this feels like we're going to get some points from both these guys both these offenses uh you know not too tremendously i know seattle's defense on paper has looked better but i mean look at the competition they've been playing Uh, i still think that seattle's defense is not all that great especially if you get aaron Rodgers at home so i mean if we can tease this total down to uh you know what 43 and a half 42 and a half if you want to do a seven point tease any of that, I like that because I, I think both these teams get into the 20s. I don't know how you feel about the total in this game. Yeah, I don't like to tease totals usually just because of all the variance in totals in the NFL. Just I just you know gotten screwed so many times doing that in the past. But um, I think you're on the right side of that. You know, I I, I like the Seahawks in this one. I, I like I probably rather tease up the Seahawks uh, just because I mean, obviously Russell Wilson coming back, but this is a Seattle team that's still right in it mm-hmm. and. All this stuff with Aaron Rodgers, man, I mean, it, it, it has to affect the team somewhat. You know, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers going on media and podcasts and saying that he feels like some of his like friends betrayed him. Um, you know, maybe some friends just ideologically don't agree with him. You know, Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind this year. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of his play on the field. I mean, he's unbelievable, uh, you know, arguably at his best, Will, but there has to be some lag from not making practice the past week or so. And then, you know, and then just all this business in the locker room, Russell Wilson, on the other hand, always locked in, ready to go. Uh, I think the Seahawks are going to keep this game close. So I'm, I'm on the Seahawks plus three here. My argue, my counter argument to that is, I mean, I, I haven't bet this cause I, I don't feel super confident in, in it is I, I, I would usually normally have concerns like you are with Aaron Rodgers too. 
but the type of guy he is is when he gets pissed off at something or holds a grudge he puts his mind to it and that's what he says he goes i just want to go out and i want to i want to ball out i want to go do what i do best and so i think it doesn't matter if he practiced or not he's so talented when you're you were talking about superstar talent he could go out and have the game of his life if he wants to i mean he could be that dialed in and focused um and and just the easiest way to shut everyone up is to go out and throw five touch you know what i mean just just oh yeah just especially at home he's gonna have the crowd behind him and then he could just put all the nonsense all the media stuff behind him they'll still chirp and he'll he'll just keep using it as 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 a motivation and so that's why i would be on if if i had to i probably would be on the packers in this one yeah i think i think that's a good alternative viewpoint well i mean Aaron Rodgers has been really locked in this year. Like, mm-hmm. there's, like I, I thought this could be a year after getting married, you know, to a Hollywood girl. Especially maybe, after week one. Especially after week one, right? Right. Especially after week one. I'm like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe we're going to see the Aaron Rodgers of like two years ago where he's kind of hesitant and everything. But no, he's been absolutely locked in. So I, I could, I mean, don't get me wrong. I could see the Packers blowing out the Seahawks. <laughs> so No, I know. I mean, it's the NFL. Anything can happen. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah. if I had to bet it, if I had to pick a side, I mean, I know how good Russell Wilson is, but I'd, I'd take a pissed off Aaron Rodgers all day long. Uh, if yeah, and if, and if you want to bet the Seahawks, then wait, because this line is probably going to go up. I think it's three and a half at some books already. Yeah, or like you said, just tease it up. Yep. Um, What's another one? How do you feel about Tampa Bay and Washington? I see a lot of sharps on uh, Washington. And um, I know Tampa Bay. And look, even minus 10, you're getting plus 109 right here. Um, I... I would tease Tampa down. I know Tampa's not going to have AB Godwin or uh, another one of their receivers. I can't remember who Gronk. it is. Oh, Gronk. Yeah, they're not going to have Gronk. But I mean, both teams coming off a bye. Washington has been averaging 11 points a game in the last three uh, games. Uh, it's it's terrible. I mean, look at the t- me. One of my favorite bets on this on this game is I. I mean, I don't know if I'd lay the 10. I feel like I'm tempted to in the contest because I see so many sharps taking the 10. I just kind of want to fade them on this because um, Tampa Bay could come out. I mean, it's Tom. Tom can win in so many different ways. But I feel like Tampa Bay's running game is so good right now. It doesn't matter. They're so deep on wide receivers. Tom has thrown a touchdown pass to nearly a hundred different people. Okay. So, I mean, it doesn't matter who you plug in there. He's going to get the job done. This, this, this Washington football team's defense isn't as good as everyone thought it was going to be. And, um, this is the time of the year that Tampa Bay turned it up last year. And I don't mean just offensively and, you know, going on that crazy win streak and obviously winning the Super Bowl. I mean, defensively. And so far, we, you know, Tampa's defense is starting to turn it around. Maybe this is the time of the year, especially going up against uh, Heineke here. I think, I think he gets it done. My favorite bet of this game, and I have already bet it for three units, is under 25 and a half. I love under 25 and a half in this first game. I think Tampa comes out and wants to establish the run. And it's mainly thinking that Washington's not going to be able to score all that much in this game. So, team total under 25 and a half for Washington? No, first half. First oh, half. first half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tampa could come out and light it up, but I, I, I think it's going to be a little bit more with all the receivers out, more dink and dunks, more quick pass, get some momentum going, and also just you, you got Fournette who's been running like crazy, coming off a bye. Yeah. They should have some fresh legs, uh, really establishing establishing the run, and then I expect Tampa's defense to show up. Yeah, Washington's defense is starting to step up a little bit. You know, starting to get some pressure to the quarterback. Finally, I mean, that was weird. How how bad? I don't think I don't think they do against. This offensive line, though, this That's line true. is I mean, too this good. Is, this is, yeah, this is arguably the best offensive line in the, you know, the National Football League. They're them and the Browns, right? So I wish, I wish there was a bet 
Will, um, God, I can't remember his name, the center, the guy that always has the red face, that always gets a personal foul call, won a game, and then he calms it down. You know you know who I'm talking about, right? The center. He always gets a per- – I wish I could bet. Will there be a personal foul called on him? Yes, because he it's always not, gets one. It's not Tristan Wharfs, right? No. No, whoever the center, I'm gonna look it up right now. I just, yeah, I, I he's got the, like the red hair. He's always like, he's always got that red flush yeah. face because, and he's always in the pile scrumming and pushing people. That's where he, he always pushes it to the limit, and then eventually he'll get called on it too. Uh, let me see. But go ahead, uh, what I, you're saying. I wish there was a lot of bets and a lot of stuff like that. Like uh, Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, uh, turns the ball over all the time. So like, I, I wish that I can bet on his turnover props, but. Uh, yeah, man. And this one, so Steve and I do have Washington and Circa, a lot of sharp action on the Washington side. You, like if you look at the spread bets, there's more bets on Tampa Bay, but there's more money. Um, Ryan Jensen, team. Ryan Jensen. <laughs> yeah. That guy gets fired up. Uh, so the one thing I'll say here, Will, is, you know, the, the bucks as good as they are, especially off a of bye, you have to think that that offense is going to click. They're and four ATS on the road this year. I mean, yeah. they, they, they play games close. When they're away, they blow teams out when they're at home, typically. I don't know what that's about. And against NFC East teams, we saw with the Eagles earlier this year. We saw with the Giants in recent history. They do face the Giants next week. For some reason, the NFC East not that intimidated by Tom Brady. Maybe it's that old Giants legendary pass. I don't know. But uh, I, I just feel like this game is going to be a little closer than it should be. You know, Heineke needs to start doing something. To You know, he, he was kind of balling there at the start of the season, Washington – relying on an offense he's really slowed down i don't think he's going to have a ton of success against this tampa bay defense who's getting better that being said washington at home this is their super bowl man like they they're they're going to want to play really well against tom brady so i can see garbage time or whatever you know you're getting plus eight and a half plus nine here i think it's circus plus nine um, I'm, on, I'm on washington in this one yeah I, yeah I hate I, that. I, that's just where i want to be contrarian just to see see it being wrong but if i was and I have bet them in this. I, I I definitely have teased Tampa Bay down to three. Um, you can get them at minus nine and a half and a lot of other books. And you can tease them down to three. Uh, would love to go through three, but I don't think it's necessary. And I don't want to pay the extra for it. So uh, I think that's – I. but that first half, I, I think that under in the first half. I mean, if Washington's going to cover this game, you got to expect this to go under. Because um, yep. I think if Tampa Bay scores 30 points, that Washington's not covering this, this, this spread. I don't think so. Um, last one. Last one. The fishiest line of the week when the lines opened up to me was this Saints-Titans game, and still I am baffled at this, that this is uh, still plus three with the Kamara news. I thought, I, I just, I don't get it. It hasn't even budged up past three yet. Um, what am I, mi- like, I I had this, I had the Saints. I, I saw it, and I go, Vegas knows something, because this just is so fishy, and I'm going to tank the Saints. And I think I, I, I took him at, I, I had him at plus three. And then I saw the Kamara news and I go, I, I don't care what Vegas thinks they know. I, if you don't have Kamara, I don't know how I feel about this offense. So I stayed away. I get all the reasons why I get Tennessee losing Henry. And then he went out there and they had this big emotional win against the Rams. They're going to come back home and be flat. I just don't know if I trust the saints offense enough now. And, and I, tr- I understand they have a good defense, but what am I missing this game? Why is it only plus three? I think you said it all, man. I don't I don't completely know either, but I do think it's the right side to play in the Saints. Saints are a circuit pick for Steve and I. Uh, you know, are we gonna get the Saints team that went to Seattle and like barely even showed up? Or are we gonna get the Saints team that beat the Bucks? Or are yeah. we gonna get the Saints team from last week, right? Who, yeah. who got beat by the Falcons? And we were 
we played on the Falcons in that one, so that ended up well for us. But the yeah, Saints kind of have split personality this year. Yeah. I think you know I'm expecting definitely some positive regression for their defense, I and mean, that wasn't a good look last week. I mean, the Falcons' offense at times was just uh, moving the ball all over the Saints. I mean, that was mm-hmm. at, at, at home. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Ryan Tannehill and this Titans offense has been really good. I, I love that play on the Titans last week. I do think that, you know, you would think that this line, as you're as you're speaking to, Phil, would be more inflated in their favor after they're proving time and time again mm-hmm. that they are a very solid football team. I think maybe the thought is that eventually they have to come back down to earth. You know, they're overcompensating maybe over and over again. I don't know. It's still a really scary pick for me, but I do think the Saints are the right side too just because Sean Payton – going to bring out his creative genius defense has to play better and the saints as a you know all around talent goes the saints are still you know top 10 one of the most talented teams in the league even even without camara well so, i saw that yeah. line and i go oh michael thomas is coming back huh right, nope. <laughs> hey, no no and i'm like wait a minute and then they said kamara's out and i go kamara's their workhorse even in the seattle game that's the only guy that did anything know. you know it's like Vegas has to know something. Well, I don't know. That's why I stay away or I side with Vegas on this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? Oh, I could talk football with everyone with you, man. Um, I know. I know. Yeah. It's the bills game is scary because I expect the bills to, you know, answer after that horrendous performance last week. But you know, that was kind of phony. The Jags didn't really do anything that well. You know, they just, you know, the bills just kept on turning over the ball. They're my survivor pick. The, the bills are mm-hmm. yeah that's a good one i mean you know but mike white he's a little feisty man he's he's, I know. he's, he's confident he's a that's confident. why i like teasing the over in that game because i think uh i think the bills are gonna get theirs and i think the jets i mean i just need the jets to get over like a two touchdowns i mean yeah steve and i pulled out of that game we had the jets and we replaced it with another pick i forget which one i think i think actually with the patriots but because uh, just because it's a little i mean the, the bills are still a really really good team on both sides of the ball so if they turn it on here and I'm not, I'm still not that scared of Mike white, but it's just an interesting game. I'm with a line that huge. I'm interested to see if Mike white and this uh, new look jets offense can actually stay with the bills, but that's the only other one, man. I'm glad I don't have to talk about the giants this week because they are a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're very tough to bet. Ugh. All right, Chris. Well, this has been fun. I know you gotta, you got things to do and uh, you know, when our schedules line up again, love to have you back on, of course, um welcome anytime and uh it was it's been fun talking talking sports with you and uh of course you know i'm gonna be uh tagging you and a whole bunch of stuff on twitter so expect that and uh everyone you can follow chris over at uh chris r farley one on twitter and go over the oddsbreakers.com they got a whole bunch of great stuff over on that website uh next time i have you on i'll pull up uh that website and you we can talk about it a little bit uh just kind of like how i had the other website pulled up here oh that'd be awesome and, and we can advertise yeah. a little bit um but yeah you guys can get a uh, free picks from uh chris sent to your email daily it's awesome you want to check out his nba stuff he is uh like you said what 56 percent right now 56 percent. i was 59 percent to start the week but man those wednesday and thursday games were weird yeah so, uh, yeah let me back in the notch but still still doing well awesome awesome well chris thanks for coming back on this has been fun as always thanks so much man anytime brother 
All right. All right, you degenerates. I will see you guys later today because I got a whole bunch of content to put out. And if you want to get all my stuff, you know to go over to gameon.locals.com, free to join, and you can get access to my daily card, plus a great live chat that I throw up daily. Bunch of great betters over there. We all work together. I've got NBA experts. We've got hockey experts. We've got a whole bunch of stuff. Whether you're a pro or new, you can come in. We'll teach you about sports betting. We'll take your advice. We'll talk out picks. It's great free community for you to join and just get free picks uh, over at gameon.locals.com. And I will see you degenerates over there later.